Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah, join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned. This is not your grandma's podcast. Look really thin Damn. on that. No, we're black more often. <laughs> my shirt is just blending into my, my chair. I can't tell that that's actually just my body. <laughs> All right. Episode 16. Episode 16. <clears throat> and I uh, I had my concerns, reservations this morning. Like, ah, Sunday. I was up at 7. Good for you. 7, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was 7. And uh, I... To your point, like, what if I just said, I don't know, maybe we should just skip an episode. Mm. Uh, and here we are. Here we are. We have not skipped an episode. We are staying true to our commitment at the beginning of the year to do this every week. And I'm excited. Yeah, me too. It. We got to create and, and clear all the shit out of our way this morning. Yeah, that was really great, by the way. I wanted to acknowledge you for that because... Uh, taking the time to just clear whatever might be in your space before we start the episode. And clearly we both, we both brought some baggage today. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we got rid of it. Yeah, me too. And, and that's a, a process we do all the time with, uh, with the team, every right. check-in. Um, it's so there. valuable. Like, can you create just actually now that we're talking about this, just create the context of it. Like what it's like to try to be working in an office or whatever it is you're doing throughout the day when you have distractions that are, they're always going to be there, but they're like literally front and center versus acknowledging them and setting them aside. Oh yeah. So when you may or may not have experienced this, when you have this, the, the best intentions to do something mm -hmm. and inside of your mind, you are talking, you're thinking about, um, the time the, that you haven't spent with your kids yet, the mm. bills that you haven't paid yet, that uh, that that other deadline that you should be focused on. Oh, I didn't go to the gym today. Mm. Shit, what's for lunch? Like all that stuff shows up, and totally. an hour, two hours later, you still haven't done anything. So, yeah. and that whole time you think you're working. Yeah, right. You were, and you're wondering why you're not getting anything done. Yeah, what am I doing? So we do a, a practice every time we we meet. We we check in and. Uh, and in that check-in, we put on the table what it is that we're uh, we have concerns about. You know, what's mm -hmm. in the background, uh, what's unresolved. Not that you're gonna that you're gonna get it resolved, but it, it goes away for that time to allow you to be focused on on what is important in the moment and, and knocking that stuff out. And so that's actually a practice. It is a practice. So what does that take? <laughs> Every time you sit down, what's that distinction? What's that word? Oh, How yeah. do you stick to that practice every time you sit down? Gotta be disciplined. Disciplined. Oh shit! I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to be the first one to say it. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about discipline, and we're not talking about you know arms up against the wall, cane on the back type discipline. Yeah, yeah. Although it might occur that way. We're that's what we have going on inside of us, right? Yeah. It's like man. 
I would give you disappoint me, huh? <laughs> Your internal dominatrix. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What's the safe word? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we need a safe word today. Uh, yeah. So experience with what's your experience with discipline? What the, the what a what a word to use for what's that analogy? The mountain with no top. That's the other oh, thing. Totally, I love that analogy. By yeah, way. totally. It's not a place of. Well, it can show up this way, like, oh, fuck, I still got this much to go. For sure, yeah. But then you get to turn around and look at the progress you've made as well. That is the key, I think, which I am certainly not an expert at. It's like you so forget how far up the mountain you are. You're looking at the the mountain front, like you're literally inches away from the rock that you're you're climbing. That's your perspective. That's your perspective. Yeah. And all you can see is clouds and no top. That's right. You're going, wait a minute. Like, where am I even going? <laughs> is this ever going to end? Oh dear. Yeah. So when we talk about our experiences of it, um, I'm going to, I'm going to drop a little example here that, uh, while I am not a, a crazy car enthusiast, mm. I have a strong appreciation for, cars muscle cars and a buddy of mine growing up he had an 89 mustang that he tore down and rebuilt invested blood sweat and tears and uh, and all of it in in the recreation of this vehicle which when was when it was done was just incredible Mm. Uh, white pearl paint job blue neon lights underneath you heard him coming <laughs> from blocks away. You knew he was around the corner. And right. it was um, the, the, the metaphor there for me is the untapped power that's in that vehicle that you can mm. access at any time to just explode and go where you need to go. Right. And to get to that point of knowing that that's there and it's, and it's available for you right. at any point. I mean, I, I love a good car. I love, I love what's possible in that. And I admire what it takes to get to that point. Right. It is not an easy feat, man. It, it's a tangible result that you're like, holy shit, there's a Mustang. And every, every moment of the journey. So from pulling that engine apart yeah. and having thousands of pieces on the workbench and 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 being methodical about understanding where everything is and not haphazardly pulling it all apart and wondering where all the pieces are again right like it's all inside of that man like right from the beginning you got you got to be clear what it is that you're out to do that's right and what will support you and earlier when you made when you made created this uh, distinction or this example I was thinking, you know, from that first spark plug or that first bolt in your hand to actually having a vehicle at the end that performs well and looks great. But you just took it one step further and you actually have like a broken down frame that shows up with a bunch of spare parts and a bunch of things missing. Yeah. And you have to do like inventory, get everything cleaned off, find out what's missing, what do you need to replace. Oh, and don't forget, you have no fucking clue what you're doing. You have no clue. Oh, yeah. Really? He had no idea. Yeah. It was his first car he built. Right. And he was learning as he went. And it takes, the the key thing here is that consistent action daily for him to be doing the things that he needs to do to keep that momentum and have it rolling. Because if you clean up, pack up, put all those parts away and you think in your mind, you remember where you're at, but it's been three weeks now and you come back to your, 
your barn or whatever to try and your, work it out. You're you're gonna waste three hours trying to get reorientated to where you were. Absolutely. Whereas if you did it twenty four hours later and you put two or three hours into that project, you're just you're rolling, right? Small wins often. Yeah. And that's something we'll talk about later. And super critical to the overall success of uh, of what you're up to. So we, we create this as like from from spark plug to quarter mile. Like there's this this big objective that you're and he did end up racing it in the quarter did, mile did he race that yeah. vehicle wow out at race city speedway i don't know if you ever i've heard of that where is that it's closed down i don't even think it exists oh, anymore it was here right it or was just outside the city in, right. in the south and that was I, I it was one of my favorite places to go um yeah so I'm, I'm present to what it takes and all the little bits and pieces that you need to account for uh and what it takes to keep all of that stuff in place and there are days when you're building that car or whatever it is that you're up to that you don't want to do it, right? And we've all had we've all had projects that we've worked on that had a huge gap in time in the middle, yep. and eventually maybe it just fell off the map, right? We start a hell of a lot more projects than we than we see through to without the end. a doubt, and it's the the constant work and the reminder that you can finish those projects or whatever it is you're doing. And you're going to get better and better, right? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So when when you're executing, let's 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 paint a little picture. Let's dive that dive into that a little bit more. And there was a, an example that I wanted to talk about, but I, I think it'll show up later. What does it look like for you when you're executing? When you are clear that there's a structure that you need to follow in order to hit an objective, and you're actually doing it. Give me some examples. What are some good experiences in your world that where you've just been on top of it? Mm. Yeah, this is good for me because this is something that I'm working on because I don't view myself particularly as a really disciplined person, but I've been known to be a little bit harder on myself. It's not that I'm not disciplined. It's I lack structure. So I need to put be disciplined with developing those structures and following them. Yeah, yeah. And when I do, yeah, I've had days and weeks where things just seem to flow and you're you look back and you're shocked at what you've accomplished and you're also really clear what you accomplished because everything's documented versus winging it to me it's like i start my day whatever time it is and then the day ends and i've been busy all day but it's almost like i stuck my head in a cloud Mm. and things were happening beneath the cloud the whole time and but i was not aware of what that was at all (laughs) until i'm trying to even take stock of what I did, and it's difficult. Yeah, because you go from one thing to the next thing, and, and you didn't have a plan really, maybe even heading into it, and then you're bouncing all over the place, and before you know it, it's five o'clock, and you go, "Fuck, I didn't do anything today." At least that's how it feels for me. But you've been busy for ten hours, and you've likely done stuff. Absolutely, it's just uh, were they the right things? Were they the, were they the right things? How do I build off of those things? Do I, what do I need to follow up on? Like, I mean. I just, what you really did is you just went out and fucking sprayed a bunch of bullets and you got a bunch of mess to clean up and you don't even know where the mess is. Yeah, yeah. You're just, you know, so that, that's that's what it's like. I, I resonate with that and I'm uh, I'm actually a big fan of systems and structures. I don't know if you might not know about this about me. Uh, but it can also be a bit of a curse too, right? Mm-hmm. You overly structure things and, and and then when they don't actually go the way you're wanting them to go, it can also take you out. You're like, well, all this fucking work and 
and what's it doing for me? It's, you know, I may as well just, you know, wing it. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's good to, to wing it. There's, there's a, uh, and this is the thing that I am more present to now. Order plays inside of chaos very well. Mm-hmm. If there is structure for chaos to play, it's a yin and a yang. So, right. I always work to have system and structure around, and then I give it a little bit more room to allow for the chaos to also play inside of it. Right. Because how I plan my day mm-hmm. or the things that I look to do that day mm-hmm. doesn't always go the way I want it to. And there's these unexpected things that when I am not planning for mm-hmm. and disciplined to understand that they are going to show up, then all of it falls apart. Mm-hmm. There's the structure is actually so rigid and so tight that uh, that any sort of resistance breaks it. It just like shatters. Man, you I, when I was listening to you and I have I had all these visuals in my mind. First of all, we did an episode about order order and chaos a few weeks ago. What you just explained there to me is like, okay, it's inevitable that it that it is and it's going to be chaotic. Yeah. Like if you looked like- at a city from uh, an air balloon, it looks it would look super chaotic. Like if you time lapsed it, it would look like a bunch of army ants working. Yeah. Like it really does. But there's quite a lot of structure inside of that. So what you're explaining is um, chaos is inevitable. So for example, think about fighting. If you have a street fight and there's a bunch of people involved and someone gets head kicked and knocked out, that's a super dramatic situation. Everyone's like, Oh my God. And then it's like an emergency. And we're talking about like ambulance and, charges are being pressed and it's crazy but then you can take guys who are using discipline and they eat right and they train every day and they have an objective in mind and then we go to a coliseum and then we put them inside of a cage and there's a referee in there and they have trainers on either side Mm. and it's super structured and it's ultra equally as dangerous but yet a guy gets head kicked and it becomes a revenue generator and everyone's all pumped and it's normal and expected right right and it's all and it's super chaotic as soon as that bell goes just anything can happen Right. Yeah, the unpredictability of that environment is, and it's the same as your car engine. I mean, that's a pretty chaotic situation. And he took that, and he was structured and disciplined. He built it all together, and all that chaos—those thousands of pieces that might have been—I can visualize that too, spread out on a table. It was insane to see it, man. They're now all put together inside of a functioning engine. That's you hope. You hope. You hope it doesn't because there are actually sometimes where it's like. Um, it's not it's not working something's not working and guess what you get to do guess what you get to do you get to take it apart again and figure out where you missed the mark that's what, right what what piece you forgot or you put in prop improperly whatever and that's also part of the process you got to be willing to look and this is another reason why we do the check-ins uh, and 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 the self-evaluations and it's like the constant assessment of Okay, well, I said I was going to do it this today. These things is going to do it today, and what what happened? What were my lessons? What were the things that stopped me or empowered me to get them complete? What kept me going? Yeah. What kept you going? So there's this evaluation piece that is to to your point inside of uh, of order and chaos um, that accountability and that measurement that that review helps you to understand 
what you can improve on, what's weak in order to maintain this fine balance. That's right. And it's also that course correction. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, you know, it gets way too crazy when this is introduced mm-hmm. and is it of, is it of service? Is it necessary? Maybe it is necessary. Who knows? The attraction to being undisciplined versus the results of being disciplined. We kind of talked about that. Yeah. But I, I like the idea of, and I would imagine a lot of us in the entrepreneurial space have this uh, this maverick mindset, you know, like mm-hmm. pull out them pistols and lock and load and let's go and and let's uh, let's see what happens. Yeah. You know what? You made an important distinction there because there's actually the attraction to, to saying, oh, fuck it and doing nothing, right? As an entrepreneur, especially, I mean, if, especially people out there who work from home, that can be a really scary thing, right? Because your, your office is set up here in the basement and mm. I don't know, between your bedroom and the basement is the couch. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but you can say, oh, fuck it, right? You can get structured and prepped. <laughs> you can get lost in structure and do nothing. But you can get structured and prepped and then execute very well. Or you can wing it and just start spraying bullets everywhere. And that can be destructive also. So it's almost like you need to find a balance between uh, fuck it and recharge and relax. But that's that's got to be structured and disciplined too. Something you actually oh, planned yeah. for. And, uh, yeah. Dwayne Clausen actually touched on that uh, beginning of the weekend. Not to not have it but to make sure you don't put it away over the weekend either like rest rest. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got to recharge. You got to get structured and disciplined and and execute. And then that's almost like the renegade who's shooting the bullets. That's sort of like, that's what's going to happen. So let's contain that. Right. That's the octagon. We know it's going to get crazy. So let's create some structure. Let's train and then let's contain the chaos and then just let it rip. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Let's let's talk about that undisciplined fuck it attitude for a second. Like, where's an area that, like, right Sorry. now I'm taking on my health, my diet, and I've been disciplined and strong over the last five days since last Tuesday. Like eating good food, and um, the big thing is staying away from the things that are. I would I have had times this week where I didn't eat, and that's not the best thing. Everyone knows that. But it's like I was faced with, do I not eat or I do, do I do the thing that I always do and say, well, I got to eat something. Right. And then I just put some crap in my body. Right. So I just chose to not eat as opposed to fill that void a few times this week. And that was an empowering thing to do. But it was getting the right food in my house, getting the other stuff out of my house, having food prepped and ready to go so I could eat throughout the week. And also that support. My wife, if it wasn't for my wife cooking certain things, like she made me an omelet this morning. Otherwise, I wouldn't have eaten before I got here. Right? I haven't had breakfast yet. Yeah. So let's talk more about food then. No. <laughs> it's like, oh. But I mean, that's something that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a start again, stop again guy around that. And it's been really challenging for me until you get the wake up call. I'm like, I really want to do something about my health at this point. And I still have that. Uh, fucking attitude that shows up and I got to keep shutting that guy up. And I bet you 10 years down the road, it, it will still be there. From what I'm hearing, that dude ain't ever going home. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's a part a, of you. He's always there. She's always there. 
It is the yin to your yang. It is uh, the negative force to the positive force. But those small wins, often, like you're talking about, every time I eat now, I actually get excited. Yeah, right. Because I'm like, yes, that's one more time that I ate something that was good for me versus not eating or eating something that was shitty for me. Right? It's adding more blocks, more pieces to the foundation <clears throat> of what now has a smooth running engine. Right, yep. this this machine that we're all committed to. Those that are committed to it, I can't say that we're all committed to it because there are some people who are not committed to it at all, and <laughs> this is not about them. But that we're we're all committed to in in the context of building something bigger than ourselves uh, that really makes a difference personally out there in the world. Right, whatever that looks like for us. Mm-hmm. And often when you start something new and do something that you're inspired by you can start to experience immediate results or at least momentum. But then there's times when that doesn't show up. So I'm curious, because if you think about it, like imagine you're 400 pounds. I see some of these people and they're super inspiring when you watch them like on Instagram or whatever and they're yeah, working out. Yeah, totally. So before we get into takeaways and, and wrapping this up, that's something that's really important to look at. How, how do you keep it rolling? How do you stay disciplined when you're 400 pounds in that first walk in that first salad and you've got 250 pounds to go to your goal. Like, and you know, that's going to take three years, let's say two years, whatever. Like, how do you stay? How do you even start? I'm present to how big I got like the tingles. Yeah. It's like how big that is as a thing to take on. No pun intended. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> And it, it, it is mountainous. It's huge. It, it, it almost unachievable. That's how it would look. I can't imagine because I, I'm, I am where I'm at and I'm thankfully far from that. And I have my fucking reservations. It's like, dude, like you're never going to get this rid of this weight. Like it's you know, just a part of you now. Yeah. It's really cool about uh, rebuilding an engine is actually they have these books that show you how to do it. Mm. So if we were to, connect the metaphor it is to start with page one Mm. you know someone significantly overweight and looking to make a change deep down we know what those simple actions are Mm -hmm. that we should take in order to begin the process we know and it's just about making that first step right taking that first step taking the second step small wins often versus failing big. Right. And, and then completely disempowered as a result of it. Right. Small wins often and documenting the process. Right. And Um, remembering to reflect because I'm thinking now, okay, great. Now it's a few months down the road, you've gotten some momentum, but then you hurt your knee hmm. or whatever, right? You'll lose your job. And now the finances to to pay for the trainer and, and the food are, are a challenge, right? So that's a setback. Right. So looking at your progress and remembering, okay, well, it's been worse before. Mm. I can I can get through this, right? Keep yeah. going. Yeah, absolutely. We have a tendency to overly complicate things. Oh. Like, well, okay, so if I'm going to do this, I need uh, I need the best shoes. I need need the best fitness equipment. I need the best clothes. Mm-hmm. I got to have a, a dietitian. I I need to fill my fridge. I got to go shopping. Like. Yeah. The list goes a hundred lines strong. And, and all those things might actually be true. And they're also things that 
can be implemented over time. Well, if you if you go at it that way, so you're you're trying to eat the elephant, right? Man, like the puns are really bad right now. <laughs> you're you're trying to eat the elephant, and the reality is, is like okay, I've got I I know what I what would make the most difference right now is the top it'd be the top two or three. And if that was the only thing you did for months, yeah, you would be making you'd a difference. be way further ahead. That's right, absolutely. The other things will come. You'll get to the ankle bone, right? Right, like. And this is the same with every area of life. If you have, if you feel overwhelmed and bogged down by your finances, if you feel overwhelmed and bogged down by your business or getting that organized and an action plan, doesn't matter what it is. It's like there's one thing, and I, I, I'll bet if you were looking at it, you'd go. What's the one thing that would really make a difference? And and it'll come to you pretty quick. And you'll go, yeah, okay, I got it. That's the area to start. And if it shows up like tightness in the chest and a bit of anxiety, then that's definitely the place you totally. want to go. <laughs> that piece of wisdom uh, around the uncomfortability, that is your true north. Mm-hmm. It's so clear. Those are the things that make a difference. And then you have the opportunity to do something about it or not. You know, this is a, an episode that's challenging for me to tighten up. The discomfort, what you just said is we're so, it's so conditioned to avoid discomfort. I had it the other night where I was thinking about, I, I told you this the other day, it was a, a weird situation where I was eating at a weird time. It was like seven o'clock. We ate at, we ate at, no, we ate early. We ate at like four. So I wasn't hungry, but now it's like eight and I'm like, well, eight or eight thirty or something like that. And I'm like, well, I'm not supposed to eat after eight, but I'm going to be up to like 11 like I got to eat something. And I, I had all this, like I started to get overwhelmed with it. It was mm-hmm. in my head and I was thinking, Frustration was yeah. And then I was feeling like, well, I, I wasn't uncomfortable at the time. I was satisfied, but I knew I probably was going to become uncomfortable. And I was like already trying to figure out all Living these ways. Future. Yeah. And realizing that I remembered, I was like, wait a minute, this is going to be uncomfortable. Like that's it. Bingo. It just is going to be uncomfortable. So buck up and you know it's just how it's going to go right and what a change of context that now creates for you right absolutely like it's a place of understanding and acceptance and uh maybe it grounds you a little bit acceptance accept that it's going to be uncomfortable yeah like life gets uncomfortable regardless of how you live it the the last takeaway that i'll put on the table here okay (laughs) you screwed up (laughs) shit guess what you get to do it again yes and again and again, and again, and you keep on doing it until you do it. Right. So small wins often start over start. often. There's so much value in that new beginning. Every day is a new beginning. Yeah. When you look at it with the fresh, with fresh eyes and, and like what's, what's possible for me now today, regardless mm-hmm. of what happened before, because it's in the past now, it actually doesn't matter anymore. And, and that's the other thing that we'll not get into, but man, the attachment to, to what happened in the past, Oof. it ain't about that. It's got a grip on you. Yeah. yeah we're, we get so connected to it. So. And remind yourself, the thing that I've been reminding myself with, with the food, cause I, I've got some serious habits around sugar and whatever deep fried foods and drive throughs and all the rest of it. And I just keep telling myself just today going to make good choices, going to eat healthy just today. Like I'm not thinking about tomorrow and I'm not thinking about what I did yesterday. Can I get through a day with eating no carbs and no sugar? I think I can get through a day. What kind of difference would that make? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I know that I'm going to tell myself tomorrow, just today. (laughs) One day at a time. 
Small wins often. Is yeah. that what you, that's what you were saying, right? That's what I was saying. That's what we want. That's episode 16. I, I'm actually going to put something out there for, for everybody because I am always curious to know how people take on what it is that they're taking on and how they're taking it on. Mm. Everybody's got a slightly different flavor to it. And what I love is the takeaways that I get from getting a better understanding of how others take on their aspirations and goals. And, mm. um, so I would love to hear about how all of you rock stars out there are actually taking on your life and what's been working and what hasn't been working so that I can avoid those ones <laughs> and I can implement the ones that are working if that, I'm not already. That's a good point too, is what's not working because sometimes it's just as valuable to review what isn't working because then you know you can stop doing those actions. Yeah, and not be attached to the amount of time you've invested in that thing that isn't working. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. It can be that easy. Oh, speaking of which, where, if we wanted to hear from people, where, how would they? Yeah, they can. Our, our main channel is uh, thegistpodcast.com or The Gist on Facebook. And we're at 44 subscribers for YouTube to get us to that 100-person oh, right. milestone. Right. Uh, I would, and Vern would also very much appreciate a few more subscribers to get us to that 100-person mark. Awesome. Have a good one. Peace out.